Hello and welcome to Working for the Weekend, Michigan Ross's podcast about the full-time hustle of a part-time MBA. My name is Leslie Beverly, and by the time you're listening to this podcast, I will be an alum of Michigan Ross's Weekend MBA program. Today is a special episode where my guests are the Working for the Weekend team, and together we'll be tying season five up with a bow by reflecting on some of our favorite moments, fun memories, and record-shattering achievements. But first, if you like this episode, please make sure to give us a rating and comment on your favorite podcast app. If you have questions or topic ideas, send them to weekendpod at umich.edu or connect with us on Instagram at rosswftwpod. All right, so let's start with introductions first. Why don't we go around the Zoom room and do introductions or reintroductions? Your name, program, year, role in life, as well as podcast role. And I will have Ayush start. Hey, everyone. My name is Ayush. I am a WMBA class of 2023. On the podcast, I'm the brand manager currently, and I work as a controls design engineer at GM as my full-time job. Uh, so yeah, I'm Matt Stone. I'm part of the OMBA class started in fall of 2020. Don't know for sure when I'm going to graduate, probably sometime in the next couple of years. In terms of podcasts, I was a host for this year, and I really enjoyed doing that. I really enjoyed talking to people. And in my professional life, I'm a game designer for ZeniMax. Hey, everyone. My name is Sneha. I am uh, a... My- Weekend MBA 2022 graduate. So that means this month I'll be graduating. On the podcast, I am a host. I've been a host for the past two years. And outside of the podcast, I work on advertising strategy at Google. Hey guys, this is Dave Jackowitz. I'm a WMBA one and I was a host this season for the podcast, which was a lot of fun. And then in my day job, I am a supply chain manager at General Motors. Hey everyone, I am Sampat Dangeti. For the podcast, I work as the digital media manager. And outside of the podcast, I'm a program manager for Brembo. I'm in the weekend MBA class of 2023. Awesome. Thank you, esteemed guests. (laughs) So this season was all about creating connections. So I'd like to first ask you all, what was the most meaningful connection that you made in this past academic year? I think this past year was a lot about networking as we were all recruiting for internships. And uh, as a part of that, you'd reach out to people and try to learn a little more about their companies. I think as a part of that, one of the most meaningful connections that I made was within GM. I found a mentor for myself and now I'm trying to see what other options could be out there. I think that that was really helpful overall. And let's see where it leads me. So yeah, my most meaningful connection this past academic year has really been with the Zellery Institute. It was always been something I kind of wanted to get involved with because I've always wanted to do a startup. I've always been interested. But this past year, I got really close with Ann and Mike, who both work in that area. Ann's the associate director. Mike's one of the entrepreneurships and residents through stuff like MIC, where I really got a good understanding of what a venture capitalist is thinking. 
And just through that and through talking with them, I've already kind of accelerated my plans from where I felt like, oh, in four or five years, maybe I'll look at doing a thing to, oh, no, I can put together the docs and everything to go in front of a VC probably within the next couple of months. I love that, Matt. For me, I would say my most meaningful connection would actually be with my homework team this term. I think typically when we get these homework teams, we get assigned to a group full of people that we probably don't know, probably don't know too well, at least. And then we become friends along the way. I think what was really cool about this term was that these are people that I've either worked with in previous terms or I have friendships with, but I haven't worked on school stuff with yet. So I think it's a really cool mixture of that this term. And then just with the topics that we covered, being that it is like the senior term, I guess, it was a lot of real world applications, I think. And that was what made it so cool because we had a lot of real conversations about our personal lives, work lives, and just seeing everybody grow, I think was the coolest part of it all. Yeah. Uh, I hate to, I guess, copy your answer, Sneha, but my most meaningful connection was with my MAP team, uh, which for those who don't know is the multidisciplinary action project, which you do in your winter semester of your first year. I just had such an amazing group of classmates come together for this project. It was extremely fortunate to get the first choice and we got to travel. Uh, luckily, despite COVID restrictions, we got to go to Scottsdale, Arizona. So we really got the full map experience and it's just amazing how well you get to know some of your classmates between studying and just hanging out on the odd happy hour after work. And it's I know I, I, I'm just so pleasantly surprised with how well I know some of these new classmates of mine that I never probably would have gotten to know had I not joined this program. So really something I'm very grateful for. You kind of stole my answer, Dave. I was going to say my map project team as well. But apart from the team, I think the most meaningful connection was with our sponsor and the sponsor's company. The company is a startup, but we've met pretty much everybody in the organization. So it was really nice to meet people from different functions working for a common goal and uh, be coming in to help, you know, achieve that goal of growing within the United States. So I think that was a great connection. Those were such lovely responses that made me very happy. And I have to say, Sneha, <laughs> before I hit record on this episode, we were talking about sentimental moments and her recording with Mawa and Strudge and almost crying. And now I feel like now that it's in my head, I'm going to have to fight the tears on this episode. I mean, if it comes, you got to let it flow. It'll be a wonderful way to end the podcast. No. Yeah, me crying. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you all. That was very nice. So my next question for you, continuing with the feelings here, we focus so much on our school and work lives, especially on the podcast too, because that is so much of our life. But sometimes we don't get into the personal stuff. So can you all share any personal highlights that we can celebrate that happened to you over the past year? Well, my personal highlight and when I'm very much in planning mode right now, as we speak of, is I got engaged in the past year. And right now, I guess while we're recording, I'm actually packing and whatnot. So I'll be traveling to India soon to do part one of my wedding there. So just the planning of it all has been a personal highlight, I think, through this whole process and getting to celebrate with people in school, people at work, and just all the communities. So exciting. Congratulations again, Sneha. And didn't you have a bachelorette party where you didn't know your destiny? Yeah. Well, you know, for a planner, that was probably a horrible but amazing feeling. So I had no clue what I, where I was going to go until I got to the airport. So we were trying to see how long I can wait and got to the airport. So that was exciting. 
I actually made it past security too, because my friend held my boarding pass. So it was once I got to the gate. That's pretty amazing. And it ended up being in Miami, right? Mm -hmm. It was really fun. Very cool. Okay, who's next? It's hard to top that one, huh? So I'll throw out two, one that's kind of happened. Actually, I guess both of them are going to happen in the future at some point, but they're both kind of getting closer. One of which is that I'm going to be an uncle in this month. Uh, my brother and his wife announced a couple months ago they're having a kid and that's they're supposed to be in this world in this month. Um, and the next thing is really getting the grounds on my startup stuff that I really wanted to get going. And that's been the past three months of my life, just really buckling down, getting a business plan together, getting forecasts, doing research meetings. And really hopefully that by the end of the year, we'll be able to actually go out and get all the VC funding we need to get us through the first year and hopefully get this kicked off. So exciting. Double congratulations. <laughs> uh, so for those who don't already know, my highlight is pretty obvious. I got an internship this summer with McKinsey. I'll be here in Detroit. Obviously very excited about that. It was very surprising because I was very much on the fence of whether I'd do an internship or even consulting altogether. So just incredibly blessed to have this opportunity. So exciting. I went through the same thing, Dave, thinking there's no way I'm going to do an internship and same thing here. Very cool. All right, Sam Pat. Uh, this is more an achievement for my wife, actually, but I want to kind of celebrate this. She's an MBA as well from a different school, but she persevered to get the admit that she wanted and she wanted to be in consulting and that's where she ended up. So I'm really happy for her, really looking forward to start this new journey together. And yeah, it's not easy. We've had podcast episodes about having partners and both being career driven. So I can empathize with that. I'm very happy that both of you are onto some really exciting career moves moving forward. Well, there have been so many great personal achievements here. I cannot top any of those, to be honest. <laughs> I would say one of the bigger achievements that me and my wife both had was we ended up buying a new car. So that was pretty exciting. <laughs> we bought it in New Jersey and drove it all the way to Michigan, which was a nice road trip together to end the fall semester. So that was fun. That's awesome. All of the auto people are going to be listening to this podcast and wanting me to ask you what car. So can you tell us what car? <laughs> yeah, we, we ended up getting a Model Y, red color with white interiors. It was really good. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Well, thank you guys again for sharing. I love it. I'm going to keep us down memory lane a little here. I actually re-listened to our first podcast episode of season five where we all met as a team just like this. And I asked you all some questions. And what I've done is written down your responses to those for a few different questions. And I'm going to remind you of what you said and then check in on how you feel about those now. So the first question I had asked in that podcast episode was, how are you applying learnings from the classroom to your job? And Sampath, you had said that you, and this amazed me and still does, that you had ran a hypothesis test from statistics and it was a capability study. So are you still running that type of test or are there new classes and new learnings that you've applied since? So unfortunately not. No more statistics for me. I'm not in engineering anymore. I moved into program management, so I don't deal a lot with stats. But that being said, I think I've used a lot of uh, the frameworks that were taught in the strategy class for the MAP project. So 
that's something that I can talk about. That's awesome. Frameworks are a huge part of the MBA. Would you all agree? <laughs> yeah, a lot of nodding heads. <laughs> okay. And then another question that I had asked is, were the WMBA specifically ones more excited or nervous for their first day of class? And Dave, you had said it's sort of a mix of nervousness and excitement and getting back to normal life, wanting to meet as many people as possible and having lots of conversations. Now you've met everyone in your class and been in teams and had a lot of group work. Do you feel like you really had the chance to meet everyone? And what was that like? Yeah, I think I've been able to meet most, if not all, I'd say 80% if I had to put a number on it. Obviously, some people are more active and some less, but I think I gave it a good shot introducing myself and getting to know everyone. I'm still, you know, excited to this day to go to class, which is a good sign, right? I think we all feel that way on some level. I just am excited to, you know, ask about how their week went or how that map project's going or what'd you get for the homework that was really difficult or that was kind of not confused me. So one of the things that I enjoy most about this program is that, you know, we're here together for two years and we get to see ourselves grow kind of the way we're reflecting now. And so I think I treat every week that way where I reflect on different relationships I have with different people. And uh, you just never know when a certain relationship might bloom out of nowhere. So just something now I'm talking about it. It's, it's interesting to think about Wow, how it's been a year also. Where does the time go? <laughs> so nice. I think this podcast is turning into a like MNO class or a, a little therapy session <laughs> in the best way. This feels like one of those time capsules that you pull out and you're like, what did I say? Here it go. Totally. I love it. Okay. Another question that I had asked in this first episode was, what do you want to do before graduation? And so Ayush, Matt, and Sneha, you all had different answers to this. So Ayush, first, you said you want to develop yourself as a better leader. What would you say you've done over the past year to do that? And maybe what else is left with your last year coming up? Yeah, I think it has been a good journey so far. I think there is some more distance to go, to be honest. But when I started this program, like one of the things that I came to know about was the LDRX group. So I joined that. That was a great experience altogether. We met every week and went through these leadership concepts, discussed amongst ourselves. And that was like really enlightening and also kind of showed how other people also have similar insecurities about leading a group of people which really helps you understand what different approaches people take. So that was a really good one. And you you already mentioned the MNO class, but during that class, we had the reflected best selves. So the idea behind that is instead of focusing on your weaknesses and trying to improve on them, try to focus on your strengths and become better at them. And I think that was one of the biggest learnings out of this last winter semester. And I think that is something that will really help me grow into a better leader as I go towards the end of this program and further in my career and life. I'm so glad you brought up that exercise. For those listening, everyone was nodding their heads. That's such a cool thing to be able to collect from your peers and hear all of this positive feedback. You didn't even know they noticed. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, Matt. When I asked you what were your goals before graduation, I think this is so specific and I can't wait to hear about how you're accomplishing all of this and more. 
You said you want to get better about talking to investors, pitching a product and collecting feedback. So what's your update there? My update there is I've been making a lot of strides, as I've kind of mentioned multiple times here, really engaged with CLI and really got into a lot of stuff. Like taking the Michigan Investment Challenge really kind of got me in the mindset of what's the VC looking for? What's a 10x return? How do I know what a 10x return looks like? And also even going beyond that, taking the uh, managing the online MBA portfolio, I think is what the class is. It's a series of classes where you go through and we're managing like a stock fund. And that's where I've now got an understanding of like, oh, here's how you actually value a company. So when I'm now going through and doing these analysis, which is also something I picked up this year, I can now say like, oh, I expect at the end of this, based on what our profit is, this is probably what our value is going to be. So I feel like I can definitely go into a conversation with investors and fight and like know I'm doing right on that front. And also just a wide variety of other skills we've gotten, like taking the marketing class, which I have no background in. But now I also feel like when I go in there and say, hey, here's how we're going to do our bullying bin strategy. Here's our first bin. Here's our second bin. Here's the way it just naturally flows. Here's our segments. Here's our targeting. I just feel like I can go into that space with every weapon I need and knowing that I have the confidence to actually address those concerns. So cool. And how perfect that you ended up talking about that in some of the podcast episodes you hosted too. All right. And then last but not least, Sneha, you had said that you want to get more involved in community impact and maybe even pursue that post MBA? Yeah, I forget uh, what I said at the time that I said it, I guess, but I have gotten to do a little bit more with community impact. So it's been really exciting. I got a chance to be a board fellow for this year. So I basically you get paired with a nonprofit organization. It's almost like an interview process where you both have to like each other. And you start working with them for the whole year, which is super cool. So I got to sit in on board meetings. I got to work on a special project for them. And it was a really cool experience. I think just kind of showed me the behind the scenes on nonprofit management and, you know, the awesome stuff that they do and also all the back end work that they put into it. So definitely still something I want to continue keeping up with in whatever form that will look like after. I think I want to continue maintaining a relationship with a nonprofit after school ends and seeing what else I could do for them, especially now that I have all the learnings from the MBA. And I think that's a great productive use of all of this additional time that you're going to have now that we won't I'll have... keep myself busy. <laughs> exactly. Now that we won't have homework. I think my plan is to binge Netflix, but you're I so love it. productive. <laughs> I'll be doing that too. I will definitely be doing that. A lot of that. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> Okay, so that is a great transition into my next segment of this episode. And maybe I was feeling a little inspired by awards season with the Oscars and Grammys having happened recently. But maybe our listeners know, maybe some of you don't. This is actually the third year of the podcast, and it's made a lot of pretty big leaps and strides since then. So I thought this would be a great episode to start celebrating ourselves and looking back on how far the program and our podcast has come. So <laughs> for the lack of a better name, I'm calling this the Wifties. <laughs> and if anyone is a fan of The Office, you probably know my inspiration is clearly coming from the Dundies. So I have put together some awards that we can celebrate together. The first category for the Swifty is a team award for our entire team. And I'm calling this the biggest, baddest team because this year we had two WNBA twos, three WNBA ones, 
and an OMBA. So a total of six members on the team. Pretty amazing since this started with a team of one. And of course, we can't forget our behind-the-scenes masterminds, Bob Needham and Jonah Brockman, our editor. So I am pretty proud of our team for growing that quickly. So uh, a round of applause for us, <laughs> biggest, baddest team. And then our next WIFTIES category is history-making, record-breaking. So the first award once again goes out to the team for hitting the major milestone of surpassing 15 thousand all-time downloads. It'll be interesting to see how far this team goes next year, but that's a pretty major milestone. And by the way, I have to thank Ayush, who from our marketing team was able to help me pull a lot of this data. (laughs) Um, Okay, our next award is, this was a fun one to pull. I pulled most listened episodes of the season, or I guess downloads rather, The number one most downloaded episode from this season was episode 504, DEI is a Journey, at 542 downloads. And then number two was episode 505, Extracurriculars and the Part-Time MBA, at 513 downloads. And then number three, episode 503, Inside the MBA Application Process, with 478 downloads. So pretty killer. And I think this shows a good mix of people who are listening to the podcast and also the breadth of kind of interests that the part-time MBAs have. I'm very excited to see people are interested in the DEI episode. And it was such an honor to have Tom on. Anything you guys want to add? I know episode 505 extracurriculars. I think that was you, Sneha. Any reflections from that episode? First of all, that's impressive. And I feel like this is the most efficient team ever. And I'm so impressed by every single person's work here. That episode, I remember I like joining the MBA. I remember thinking extracurriculars were like this hidden treasure that weren't talked about. So when I discovered them, I was like, why don't we talk about them more? So getting to actually talk about them and making it a thing and now being able to refer back to when I talk to prospective students and having like, oh, there's a podcast episode on that. It's really rewarding. So I'm so glad that it's one that people like. Awesome. And then the MBA application process, Matt, I think that was one of your episodes. So what was that like? Any thoughts from that episode? I really liked that episode just because um, talking to, I think it was Anne Schoen from the admissions department. She was super insightful and super great. And it was just another reflection of the fact that the MBA process doesn't necessarily care that you have like a very strict business background. Like I've done all this financial forecasting and I've done all this accounting. It's much more about the holistic kind of person you are. And I really also liked doing the non-traditional backgrounds MBA episode, especially as somebody from a non-traditional background, considering all my work is artistic, creative, technological stuff. It was really interesting just to see the wide breadth that there is in the class and how important that is to the admissions department. That they really want to keep that and really grow it. Yeah, such great episodes. Okay, continuing on with the WIFTIs. Our final WIFTI is actually going to be an individual award for what I call outside-the-box thinking, but I think it requires some background information. So as a team, we had some fun virtual game nights. We played code names and some Jackbox names, things that I didn't really know you could do online, but they're pretty killer. So 
people listening, PSA, check it out. As a team, I think we can unanimously agree that we have one particular teammate who is the most out-of-the-box thinker. This person's outside-the-box thinking came up with a product called, I don't know if you guys remember it. I'm pausing for (laughs) drama. Shirt for legs. (laughs) While playing Jackbox Invention Challenge. And during Codenames had some pretty creative interpretations for hints. I'm particularly <laughs> laughing at Sampath right now, shaking his head because he was partnered with him for Codenames and it was probably one of the most entertaining things ever. So for the most outside the box thinker, the Wifty goes to Ayush. Ayush, any words? Well, yeah, I think <laughs> that <laughs> the the shirt for legs was definitely... <laughs> I think one of my better ideas. <laughs> well, I mean, I think during that time when we were playing the game, I didn't have anything else to market a good pair of pants. So I thought, like, why not just sell it something very mundane as something really new? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I want to apologize to Sampath about the, about the code names because uh, I have some pretty i would say unusual interpretation of different words and he was the biggest victim of that and we lost by a big margin so sorry about that it's okay you had some stiff competition with sneha and i we've known each other longer you know we were on the same wavelength weren't we sneha it really did help but i was impressed by your out-of-box thinking nonetheless (laughs) that's going to be very helpful for you especially if you end up in marketing ayush (laughs) <laughs> so congratulations on your Wifty. And actually, we have an exciting announcement for our Wifty winner, which is going to be new news to some of the hosts and the members of our team as well. Ayush will also be stepping up as executive producer for the podcast next year. Silent clapping that the <laughs> listeners can't hear. There's some <laughs> unmuted clapping. Yeah, thank you. You're seeing the clapping emoji in our Zoom boxes. So Ayush, you have been such a reliable member of the team and you've unlocked some really fascinating marketing insights for us and you've really helped our podcast reach some new heights. So I cannot wait to see what you do with the podcast next year. And now with that, time for a shameless plug. Any PTMBAs who will be returning next year and are interested in a marketing or host role reach out to Ayush or the podcast email on Insta and we'll be sending an interest survey out to students soon. But I think I speak for the team when I say it has been such a great opportunity to meet some new people and get to know them and especially get to know everyone in the PTMBA community and interview some fascinating guests. So I definitely encourage you all to sign up for that. Ayush, do you have any words for the podcast listeners? I think one of the better things to say is, first of all, I had a great team around. Sampad did a lot of heavy lifting on all the social media content. And to be honest, like marketing is only as good as the product itself. So shout out to all the hosts. I think we had a really good team and everyone put out some really good episodes as well. One of the things that I do want to highlight is we did reach 15,000 downloads. Out of that, 
4,400 were just during the time of the season. So like, I think that was a great achievement for all of us as a team. So yeah, I'm looking forward to taking the podcast to the next level. Oh, great. Perfect. And before we wrap up, team, any other thoughts, any words of wisdom for either the future podcast team or the incoming class below you? My words of wisdom would just be if you're coming into this program, depending on how many years you're doing it, I guess if you're doing the weekend, two years, if you're doing online, how many years you cater to it, just remember that it's a very limited amount of time. So if you are interested in something, go ahead and do it. It's going to be a busy couple of years, but you come here for a reason. You're here for a reason. Might as well make the most of it. And you most likely will not be regretting any of those things that you choose to take on. And who knows, you might just end up as a host on a podcast when you had literally no plans to. And it could be one of the best experiences ever. Yeah, I would definitely second Sneha's comment there. To be honest, if you are getting involved with any extracurricular activities, there is no way of like getting it wrong. Just dive right into whatever you feel like working on if you find it interesting even a slight bit. And you might find doing something which you never hoped or dreamed of doing, to be honest. And uh, you will learn a lot along the way. First semester is always a little tough, but it gets better. <laughs> and um, by the end of first year, I think Sampath and Dave can definitely agree with me if I say that it gets a lot smoother and you get used to handling work and MBA and personal life all at the same time. I mean, I'll just kind of add on that. It's kind of a summary of a lot of the other things that have already been said. But the two things kind of going into it is, first of all, yeah, definitely once you're past that first semester, things get a lot more interesting because once you actually have the good grounding of, I know how to do accounting, I know how to do like a lot of the basic stuff. Cool. Now I get to talk about like growth strategies and like really big topics that are really where I want to go. And then also just kind of aping off Sneha and just kind of in that same mind, if you see something interesting, go for it. There's nothing telling you you can't. There's nothing really stopping you. If anything, if you don't have the experience, going for it gives you a lot of the experience, the knowledge, and will potentially put you in a space where you didn't even know you want to be. But once you're there, it's like, okay, there's no way I could be anywhere else but here. And I guess I could put a finer point on a lot of the other things that have been said already. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, Sam Path and Ayush and I were all about halfway through the program. And of course, Leslie and Sneha, you guys are on your way out into the real world. So I guess we could all say, you know, time goes by quickly, right? Two years seems like a really long time, but in the grand scheme of things, it's really short. So a lot of us I know are kind of realizing it's a year left in this program and we want to really make the most of it. It's just like, what was stopping you from, you know, acting in that sort of mindset a year prior to that, right? Like, so I guess in short, don't wait, be the person who you want to be, right? Who you thought you'd be at the end of this program, start doing that today. And then slowly but surely, you'll end up becoming that person with those baby steps and taking those chances and getting involved, really. That's what it boils down to. Just adding to that, I would just say have as much fun as possible. Uh, coursework for me was secondary. Uh, it was more about making friendships and relationships. But that being said, during courses, keep an open mind to everything, even subjects that you think you know or you have expertise on. I would say keep an open mind. You'll be surprised what you learn. Such great words of wisdom. Thank you all for sharing. So congrats to our WIFTI winners and our podcast team for such an incredible year. And thank you to our listeners, of course. 
Sneha and I are officially hanging up our podcasting headphones, and we know we're leaving the pod in good hands. It's been an honor to serve as your executive producer and to continue sharing the incredible stories from our PTMBA community. Good luck to incoming students and those of you who will be entering your last year of the MBA program. And of course, the class of 2022, good luck to you all. Working for the Weekend is brought to you by the University of Michigan Ross School of Business. The host and producer for this episode is Leslie Beverly. Executive producers are Bob Needham and for the last time as a host, myself, Leslie Beverly. Jonah Brockman did the editing on today's episode. Thanks again to our guests, our listeners, and the team that made this podcast happen. Wishing you all the best. Go Blue.